WBEZ remains laser-focused on our mission to provide you with fact-based journalism. But that mission is only possible with your continued financial support. Become a sustaining contributor today. Give now at wbeasy.org slash donate. Good morning. Welcome to Friday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. So back in December, the Chicago City Council approved a funding plan to extend the CTA red line southbound to 130th Street. That was major, especially since Chicagoans have been rallying for this for the last 50 years. But that budget approval was still aspirational. They were hoping to secure federal support as well. And now the feds are coming through. President Joe Biden's 2024 budget proposal includes a $350 million capital grant toward extending the red line. Pete Buttigieg is the U.S. Secretary of Transportation, and he says he was touched by the stories from residents who've been cut off from the city's mass transit system. So this is an example of what it means to have a fair and equitable approach uh, to ensuring transit reaches everybody. The red line extension is one of 18 public transit projects across the country that's listed in the federal budget recommendation. Right now, it's awaiting approval from Congress. And it's obviously crunch time for this runoff election because there have already been two debates in two days. It got heated between Chicago mayoral candidates Brandon Johnson and Paul Vallis last night, this time in front of an engaged audience at the DuSable Black History Museum. My colleague Mariah Wolfel watched the debate, and she says a lot of it was about how to combat violence and improve public schools, two issues the candidates do disagree on. But things got really contentious when Johnson said Vallis has taken money from associates of Republican donor Ken Griffin. You can't have people financing your campaign who do not believe in the existence of black and brown people. Quiet, please. There, there is a rebuttal. Clearly, the rhetoric is flowing. The bottom line is I focused on focusing on the issues, and he focuses on everything else besides the issues. To that, an audience member shouted, race is an issue. Whew. The runoff election is coming up in 25 days. So last month, the number of unhoused people at O'Hare made national headlines. And Mayor Lori Lightfoot vowed to take action to, quote, move people out. Now, Block Club Chicago is reporting that the terminals have been, quote, flushed out. That's what an airport employee told them this week. Employees are also saying there are seemingly more police officers around than usual. And an aviation spokesperson said that at the O'Hare Blue Line station, there are now overnight security checks with CTA customers that arrive between 10 p.m. and 4 a.m. Folks arriving are asked to show a boarding pass or an employee badge. Meanwhile, no one experiencing homelessness was in sight. Some employees are saying they feel more at ease at work, but it's kind of mysterious how these folks just disappeared overnight. Housing activists aren't happy about any of this. They're saying the increased police presence and change in enforcement criminalizes struggling people and takes away a reliable refuge. Block Club Chicago is reporting that the mayor's office did not immediately respond to a request for comment. On to an Illinois economy update from my colleague Alex Degman. He says economists are predicting Illinois' coffers will take in less money next fiscal year, but lawmakers will still have more than $50 billion to spend. These billions will be the second highest amount the state has ever taken in if current projections hold up. Eric Nagel is with the state's Commission for Government Forecasting and Accountability. He says tax receipts are strong, but that could change if there's a mild recession, which he's expecting. 
If you start to see a drop in sales tax revenues, you're going to probably see a drop in corporate profits. And corporate profits means they're going to start letting people go. You start letting people go, and you're going to have less income tax revenues. So it really is all connected to this, the sales numbers that we are seeing. The commission's estimate is one of several that lawmakers will use over the next couple of months as they negotiate how to spend that money. The budget is due by the end of May. And now for a few quick hits. Look out, they're dying the river green this Saturday at 10 a.m. for the city's annual St. Patrick's Day celebration. There are three parades kicking off this weekend, too, downtown, on the south side, and on the northwest side. You can get more information at choosechicago.com. And it's that time of year again. Daylight saving time starts this weekend. That's the annoying one. We're losing an hour. Sunday at 2 a.m. is springing forward to 3 a.m. And poof, a whole hour gone. As for the weather, rain this morning turning into snow eventually. That'll likely slack up by this afternoon. It's going up to the mid-30s and cloudy the rest of the day. Low tonight going down to the low 30s. And that's it for now. Later today, it's tax season. And a new Stanford study has some findings that are pretty trash. Uh, Black taxpayers are about three to five times as likely to be audited as um, everyone else, which is a pretty disturbing finding. And we spend... Uh, quite a bit of time in the paper trying to unpack that and understand what else can be done. But the IRS doesn't collect data about taxpayers' race. I'll talk with one of the study's authors about how colorblindness can cause even more bias within U.S. institutions. That's later today at 2 o'clock. I'm Erin Allen. Thank you for listening to The Rundown, and I'll talk to you later. 